Welcome to the Influency Podcast. I'm Hadar, and this is episode number 313. And today we are going to learn and practice some of the most challenging word pairs in English. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in for another Influency Podcast. I have a fun episode for you today because a few days ago or weeks ago, actually, I asked a question inside my community, the Influency community, a free community. If you're not a member just yet, why aren't you a member? It is so much fun there. Of course, there is a link in the description if you need it. So yeah, I asked them, what are some of the most confusing word pairs that they know? And I got a bunch of awesome answers, legit answers with a lot of confusing words. And I selected the answers that appeared very frequently by many members and decided to create an entire episode where I analyze those pairs. I explain why they're confusing and also give you some tips on how not to confuse them. And I think that when you are first starting out, or even if you have a lot of experience practicing and learning pronunciation, word pairs is definitely something you should focus on. Because, you know, let's say that you struggle with the R and your R is not strong enough or your T is not strong enough. All of that is fine and it's, you know, you'll gradually learn and improve. But if you confuse very common words, it will affect your confidence using those words. It will affect your clarity, how you deliver your message. If you confuse her and hair and every time you want to say the word her, you feel like you're saying hair, then it will make you feel more self-conscious, affect your fluency and definitely affect your confidence and your ability to communicate. So tackling confusing pairs or word pairs that should sound differently, but you pronounce them the same, is what I consider the 20%. If you focus on that, that already improves your fluency and your pronunciation significantly, and you will feel noticeable results. That versus fine-tuning your lax is sound Maybe it sounds a little bit more like an S sound, or maybe the TH that sounds a little bit like a T sound. It's good to work on it. But I believe that if you're still confusing word pairs, if you focus on that, that will boost everything about your English. And this is why I made this episode. So this episode is excellent for beginners or what I call people who are less experienced in speaking and practicing English. And it's also great for advanced speakers and even for teachers who are looking for new ways or better ways to explain complicated issues in the English language. So whether you're just starting out or you are very experienced and even a teacher of English, this episode is definitely for you. Now, after you listen to this episode, please come on over to hadar.accentsway on Instagram and tell me what you think. Tell me if this episode has clarified some things for you. And also if you have other word pairs that you would like me to discuss in the future. And if you're not yet subscribed to my YouTube channel, you can also go over there and subscribe, Accents Way English with Hadar. And you can also watch this 
episode in video format where you'll see me stand by the whiteboard, but it's not a must. The audio version is as effective, if not even more, because you're focused on the sounds rather than on the visuals. So if you're here, you're more than invited to stay here for this episode. Thank you for being here. Let's listen to today's episode. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me and welcome to my classroom and my whiteboard. I love my whiteboard. As you can see on the board, we are going to talk about confusing pairs. And I actually asked my students what were the most confusing pairs that they struggle with and they gave me a long list of different pairs. So I selected the most common ones and what I believe to be the most confusing ones. And here they are on my whiteboard. Now, of course, there are more confusing pairs in the world and specifically in English, but we're gonna start with these. By the way, if you are new to my channel, then hello, my name is Hadar. I'm a non-native speaker of English, I'm a pronunciation and fluency coach, and I'm here to help you speak English with clarity, confidence, and freedom. If you want more resources to help you master your English, then check out hadarshamish.com or subscribe to my channel. All right, let's begin with the first pair. The first one is her versus hair. Now, first of all, let's talk about the distinction between the two. Her has a stir sound, her. So you actually don't hear the vowel letter here. You transition from the H to the R directly. Her, her. And this is hair, hair. Here, you can hear the eh sound. It's an R diphthong where you pronounce a full eh and then you transition to the R. Hair, hair. Now, the reason why it's confusing is, first of all, this is more challenging where you actually eliminate the vowel, her, but also because of the spelling. You have the letter E there, so you would assume, especially people who um, come from languages where the spelling is phonetic, what you see is what you hear. In English, that's not the case. And this is why you expect to hear an S sound, but there isn't. Her, her versus hair. The next one is word versus world. The good news is that the beginning is exactly the same. Were. And here's where it gets interesting. The O is not pronounced. Were, were. So just like here, H to the R, her, her. Here, we want to transition from the W to the R directly. Were, were, word, word. Say it with me. Word. So from the W, you round your lips, w, and then you transition to the R. Er, were. There is no O in the middle. Were. So the word word has that WR transition and then a D. Word. Here, you also have a dark L. An L that is produced in the back of the throat, there is a lot of tension here at the root of the tongue. Whirl, oh, 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 and then a D, D, world. 
The reason why it's confusing is because a lot of times people don't get to the L and then they pronounce the word world as word. So the L is not fully pronounced. You want to imagine as if there are three L's here, world, and then pop the D, world, world. Let's compare word, world. Take your time with the L until you're certain that you're pronouncing it and then get to the D. Word, world. Good. Let's move on to the next one. Here we have the words can versus can't. Can versus can't. Now this pair is challenging on so many different levels, but I'm going to explain the difference between the two. So pay close attention. This word is a k sound, then the a as in cat, and then n. K, a, n. But when the a as in cat, which is an open front vowel sound, appears before an n, what happens is that this changes a little bit to an s sound, and then something like a schwa. Care, care, can, can. So you hear a transition from the k to the n through an s sound. Can, can. However, this word is often reduced. When it's unstressed in a sentence, it's not pronounced can, as in yes, we can. In this case, it's stressed. Usually, it's pronounced as can, can. I can do it. I can go there. I can think about it. I can, can, can. So actually, what you hear is a very short, small sound between the k sound and the n, can. So this is how you pronounce this word, the positive can, can or can, stressed and unstressed. This word is never reduced. So even if it's unstressed in a sentence, it's always going to have the pure vowel in it. And here we have again the a as in cat that because of the n actually changes to can, can't. Now I really pop the T here and that is perfectly fine. Can't. So if you want to be clear, just pop the T at the end. Can't, can't. But you might struggle with hearing the difference because sometimes native speakers might not pop the T. The T after an N at the end of a word is usually a held T. And especially after an N, it almost feels like you are just stopping the end abruptly. Listen, can't, can't, can, the stressed form, can, can't. It just, it's just a little more nasal and the end stops abruptly. And that is the representation, the phonetic representation of the T at the end. Again, can, can't, can, can't. But if you're just starting out and if you don't have a lot of experience with pronunciation work in English, please, please, please just pop the T at the end. Can't. A lot of native speakers pronounce it like that with a pop T. It is perfectly fine and you'll feel a lot more clear. Okay? But when you're hearing people, expect to hear that nasal sound. Can't. 
when you hear the negative form. Also, when you hear the pure vowel, it is more likely that it's the negative form rather than the positive form because this is usually reduced. I can do it. I can't do it. I can do it. I can't do it. Okay? Now, of course, if you feel more comfortable, it is perfectly fine to say, I cannot. I cannot do it. Okay? If you want to be clear, I can't do it. I can't do it with that nasal stop. And I cannot do it. It's all good. As long as you express your thoughts clearly and what you can or cannot do. All right. The next one is body versus buddy. Okay? Sometimes it's okay to confuse it. Sometimes it's not okay to confuse it. Depends on the context. So, body has the ah as in father sound. Body. So, you need to drop your jaw, ba, and take your time. This is the primary stress. Body. Body. Now, you may hear this, but the D is like a flap D. So, it sounds more like a r sound. Body. Body. Now, it's okay to say body with a strong D, but if you're, again, more experienced and more advanced in your practice, you can also think of the D and make it like really light, like a light tap, body. Some of you may also want to think about it as a flap R sound, ra, 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 pero, body, body, okay? So even though there is an O here, it's not bo, it's ah, body, body. Okay, the body of work. Or you have a strong body, body. This is buddy, buddy, uh, uh. This is a cup sound, a cup sound, also known as the stressed schwa. This is the schwa that we talked about, but a cup is always stressed. The jaw is a bit more open. The tongue is a little higher for the cup, buh, buh, buddy, body, ah, uh, the mouth is open, buddy. Body, buddy, body, buddy, body, buddy. Now you. Very good. Okay, let's move on to where, where, and were. Where, where, were. These are homophones, so they are pronounced the same. I deliberately put both of them here together so that it clarifies all confusion. But here we have the air diphthong, just like we have here. Hair. Where, hair, where, where. What are you going to wear? And where are you? Where, where, hair. And this is not where, even though we have the letter E here, it's reduced just like in this word, her. So here we're going to transition from the W to the R. Were. That's it. Were. If it helps you, you can think about it as if you have a U sound here. Were. 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 Where. Where. Were. So transition from the W to the R. Were. Where. Where. Were. Does this sound familiar? Were. Word. Were. World. Can you hear the similarities? This word, were, is inside the word word. You just add a D at the end. And you just add an L-D at the end. World. 
okay? It's all patterns. Okay, this triplet is often confusing because it really looks the same, <laughs> except for the E, obviously, right? And this is what makes it confusing. Now, these three words have completely different meanings. So this is quit, quit. I'm going to quit my job, quit. So we have a k sound, a w sound, an e, qui, 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 and then a t, quit. Now I, I pronounce it as a held t, so it's an abrupt stop of air. Quit, quit. Now of course you can pop the t, it's all good. Quit, quit. Whether you pop it or you hold it, both are fine. We're focusing on the vowel here. Quit. This is quite. That is quite interesting, my friend. Quite. The beginning is the same, wa, but instead of i, you have i, as in my, quite, quite, quite. And then again, a t, quite, or quite. Quit, quite, quit, quite. Good. And lastly, we have shh, quiet. The beginning is the same. You gotta be quiet to hear the difference between those words. K, Y, just like here, Qui, but here it's quite, and here it's Qui, and then there's another syllable here, ut. That's a schwa sound, it's not very clear. That's a schwa sound, and then a T, a healthy or a regular T, quiet, two syllables. One syllable, one syllable, two syllables. So we need to hear that distinction. Now here is something interesting that happens. When you transition between the quai and the ut, right, when you transition from here to here, what happens is that you hear an intrusive sound. The transition of the tongue from the I, the front vowel, to the neutral vowel, the schwa, ut, gets the tongue to pronounce a y sound. It's called an intrusive sound. Quiet. Quiet. So thinking about this y sound, as in yes, might help you pronounce it better. So actually, I'm going to write it like this. Quiet, 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 quiet. You have to be quiet or don't be quiet about it. Quiet. Do you hear the healthy? But you can pop it. Quiet, quiet, quit. All right, here we have want versus won't. Want, won't. And yes, I am popping the T. I have a lot of words with T's here. Want has the ahs and father sound. Want, want. If you keep it very closed, want, want, what will happen is it's going to sound very similar. So be mindful of it. Want, want. If you don't want to pop the T, this is how it's going to sound. Want, want. This is won't, won't, will not, won't, or won't, won't. Long O as in go. So this is what we're focusing on right now. Want, won't. Want, won't. Want, won't. Want, won't. Very good. Lastly, we have Tuesday versus Thursday. 
Tuesday. Tuesday or Tuesday. I'm going to pronounce both options. This is a strong T sound, and actually it's an aspirated T, so it feels like it has a little bit of air there. Two, two. And then you have a tense oo sound. Let's delete this for now. Twos with a Z. Twos, twos, twos. Some people might even pronounce it as a ch sound. Choose, choose. It's up to you. Tuesday or Tuesday with a tense oo. You can also add a y sound. Tu. Perfectly fine. However you want to pronounce it, you do you. Tues. Make sure it's a z. And then day. Tuesday. Here we don't pronounce the oo sound. There is no oo sound. Here there is an oo sound. Two, like the number two. Here it's thur. We have a th sound. Voiceless th. This is the phonetic symbol. And then it's a stir sound. So we transition from the th to the r. Thur, just like in her or in were. Thur, thur. A th to the r. Thur, thur, thur. And then a z sound. Thurs, thur. I'm gonna write the r here because it's an art-colored vowel. It's a stir sound. Thur, thurs. Day. Tuesday, Thursday. All right, let's have a quick review. Her hair. Now you. Word world. Can can't. Or can can't. Body buddy. Where, where, were. Let's do it again. Where, where, were. And now, quit, quite, quiet. Quit, quite, quiet. Want, won't. Want, won't. Tuesday, Thursday. Tuesday, Thursday. All right, my friends, that's it for today. Let me know in the comments which one of those pairs is the most confusing one for you. And also, if you have any additional pairs that you struggle with, write them in the comments below as well so I can make another video answering or explaining those pairs just like I did today. All right, thank you so much for joining me today in my classroom. And uh, that's it. I hope it's easier. If you like this video, hit like and subscribe. And you can also sign up for my email list to get my weekly lessons to your inbox every single week. Uh, just go to hadarshemish.com and uh, sign up. That's it. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of the day. And I'll see you next week in the next video.